We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Why is it that when we come into the principles of the Bible and the promises and the provisions that has been made for us, that we get so spiritually minded we can't understand common everyday principles or everyday things that we do in life. See, we don't call things that aren't anything else in life except the promises of God or the things like that. Well, it's not there, so I can't say that I have it. I can't say it's mine because it's not here. Hey, in everything else, if it's not there, you call it. And when you call it, isn't it amazing that it comes when you call it? I mean, the dog, when you call him, he will come. If the dog is there and you want to feed the cat, if you've got lack and you want abundance, then it's very simple what you'd do. You'd go out there and say, get! And then you'd call the cat. Tell lack to get and call abundance. That's about as simple as I know how to put it. Now, let's approach this thing from another angle. I told you we're going to climb this mountain from every side. I want you to see this. Somebody says, well, I tell you, I'm not going to call things that are not. You're not going to catch me talking to no mountain or no sycamine tree. But you just follow the guy. He's doing it all the time. But you know what he said? He said, ooh, mountain of debt, I'll never get over you. We'll never get all these debts paid. We'll be in debt the rest of our life. Now, what's he doing? He's calling things that are not as though they were, but he's doing it on the negative side. Now, see, he hadn't lived the rest of his life yet, but he's calling for the rest of his life to be spent in debt. You know what worry is? Worry is calling things that are not on the negative side. Now, that same guy that will criticize you or me for calling things that are not on the positive side, the things that the Bible says God has already given to us, he'll go right out to his car. You know, he'd go to work in the morning and that old car go... Rrr, rrr, rrr. he say, you stupid thing, that's the way you do. Every time I'm late for work, you do this way. Every time I get a battery, it don't last six months. Now, what's he doing? He's calling the thing that is. And we've all done it. But I want to tell you, if you want to change some things in your life, begin to call the things that are not. Call them. Call them. It's a Bible method of calling things that are not as though they were. Jesus operated in it in all of his ministry. He had them to pour water in these jugs one day. And he said, now, draw it out and bear it to the governor of the feast. I mean, the governor was wanting wine, and they done poured water in there. You know what he's doing? He's calling the water wine. He called it. Somebody said, oh, he must just been playing make-believe. You know, we've been accused of just teaching make-believe. Well, you know what it said there in John? It said this was the beginning of miracles which Jesus did in Cana of Galilee. There was a leper... Ten of them standing afar off one day, and they said to Jesus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on us. 
He just stopped and turned around and looked back at him and said, Go show yourself to the priest. But they're lepers. The only reason they'd go show themselves to the priest if they've been cleansed. But the Bible says as they went, they were cleansed. What would have happened if they hadn't went? <laughs> they wouldn't have been cleansed. See, they had to act on the words of Jesus before they got the manifestation. They had to call themselves clean. The first step they took toward the priest's house was calling things that are not. They called it. They had to call it. When they called it, it came. If you notice in Jesus' ministry, he came up to a little woman one day, and the 13th chapter of Luke records it. She was all bowed over. She couldn't lift herself up. And Jesus said to her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmities. But there was no change until he laid his hands on her, and then it says immediately she was made whole. What happened? He called it first, and then he laid hands on her. Evidently, she believed in the laying on of hands. It makes a difference when you believe in the laying on of hands to receive your healing. But you see, he called it. Now, somebody could have said, but Jesus, she's not healed. But he called her. <laughs> Now, I'm taking you through the New Testament to show you how Jesus used this in his ministry. It astounded me when I saw it. See, the way I got into this, I asked the Lord about it one day. I said, now, Lord, if this is a Bible principle, why didn't I see it in operation in your ministry? He said, because you've been blinded to it by religious tradition. He said, I used it in all of my ministry. Almost everything that Jesus did, he used this principle of calling things that are not. You remember in the synagogue there, there was a man with a withered hand? Now, I don't know, I always saw his hand all twisted back up like this and just real deformed. Jesus told him to stand up. He stood up. Jesus said, stretch forth your hand. Now, you know, and the crippled man do, that if you're crippled, you can't stretch your hand forth. What's he doing? He's calling him well when he said stretch forth your hand. He's asking him to do something that a crippled man couldn't do. So what did he do? He called him well when he said stretch forth your hand. And the Bible says he stretched it forth and it was whole as the other. What if the man had said, but Jesus, you don't understand. My hand is withered. But he said stretch it forth. But Jesus, you don't understand. It's been this way from birth. But stretch it forth. Are you getting this? See, Jesus called the man's hand well. The very fact that he said, stretch it forth. Now he walked down to the pool of Bethesda. There's a man that's been laying there for a long time, the Bible says. He's been that way from his mother's womb. He was crippled. Jesus walks up to him and has a little conversation with him. Then he says, rise, take up your bed and go to your house. <laughs> now, isn't that a foolish thing to say to a man that's crippled? I mean, if he is in fact crippled. And evidently he was because he'd been that way for years. What's Jesus doing? He's calling the man well. You start doing that in today's environment and they will call you crazy. He said to the man, rise, take up your bed and walk. Now, remember, get this in your mind. Here's a man 
that has no idea who Jesus is. Here's a man that he's never seen before, comes down there, and he's laying there at the pool, and he says, Wilt thou be made whole? He didn't ask him if he wanted to. He said, Will you? Makes a difference when you say, I will. <laughs> then Jesus said, Rise, take up your bed and walk. The old boy gathered up his bed and starts home with it. And I mean, he's going through the synagogue, and the Jews got hot about it. Wrong day to carry your bed. But he said, the man that healed me told me to carry my bed. They said, who was that man? He said, come to think of it. He said, I don't have any idea who he was. You mean to tell me a man got healed because somebody said, take up your bed and go home, and he has no idea who the man was that said it. See, Jesus called him well. And when he acted like he was well, he went home well. Amen. Calling things that are not as though they were. Now let me show you something else that you do in your everyday life. The guy that says, I don't believe in calling things that are not. You know, he's been gone, house locked up, 99 degrees in his house, and he goes home. Just follow him in there. He'll walk in there and walk over to that little old thermostat on the wall, turn it to 70 degrees. And I say, why are you lying? You just play and make believe. What do you mean I'm playing make believe? You just turn that thermostat to 70 degrees. It is not 70 degrees in here. It's 99 degrees. If you don't believe in calling things that are not, turn it back to 99. Let's see what happens. You go in there and turn that thermostat to 99 degrees and it's 99 degrees in the house. You know what's going to happen? Absolutely nothing. You're going to have 99 degrees. Now, wouldn't it be foolish to call up the air-conditioned man and say, what's wrong with my air condition? Well, I don't know. What's it doing? Well, I came into my house. It's 99 degrees in here. Well, where is the thermostat set? Well, it's set on 99 because you've got to call it like it is. <laughs> They're going to send a little white paddy wagon down there <laughs> after you. And they're going to take you to the psychiatrist. <laughs> That's bad as the woman that called in and was complaining to the television station. She's having trouble with her TV dinners. <laughs> now, can you see that we do these things in everything in life? When you set a thermostat, remember this, every time you turn a thermostat, you are calling things that are not. And if you've got enough smart to turn it there and leave it there, that's exactly what you get. But if you're going to set it on what you already have, you're going to keep having what you've already got. Because that's the way it works. And don't go complaining to the man about it. Don't go complaining to God about it. If you're having what you have when you're saying what you have. Because that's the way it works. You have what you say when you say what you have. When you say what you have, you have what you say. <laughs> Can you see that? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the broadcast. I trust you've been with us all this week. And our CD offer number 7215 is called Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. In this series, we give you practical illustrations where you can understand why we should call for things that are not. Now, take, for instance, a thermostat in your house. 
If it's 30 degrees in your house, you set the thermostat on 74. Now, what are you doing? You are calling for what you don't have. And that thermostat sends an impulse out there and said, get us some heat in here. We're cold. Now, we can understand that. But you see, so many people say you just have to say it like it is. Well, do you set your thermostat like it is? No, you set it where you want it. Now, based on the authority of the Word of God, we should call for what the Word of God has promised and given to us. And when you do that, you'll see the manifestation of it. If you don't call for it, it may never come, just like your bank account downtown. If you don't write a check on it and make a demand on that account, they never will send you any money. You could live and die and never benefit from that unless you make a demand on it. You have to make a demand on what God has already given you to enter into it by faith. Now, Jesus operated in this principle in all of his ministry. He looked out and he saw a storm one day. They woke him up and said, we're all going to drown. Jesus got up and looked out in the face of that storm and he said peace but there was no peace but then there was he called it first then he looked at the waves and he said be still but they weren't still but then they were because you see he called the thing that was not as though it was until it was that's what the principle of calling things that are not as though they were is all about you call for the thing that is not manifest that is promised you in the word of God you get the faith from the word of God for it and you call it until it comes this series will give you insight in that offer number 7215 for a total of $19 toll free order line is one 396 9400 Until Monday, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.